Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Acting, Truth and Love. So wherever you are in the world right now, I think that you might be feeling a bit of what I'm feeling, that we're just in the space of the unknown and it can be a scary place to be. I invite you to join me right now in closing your eyes and placing a hand gently on your heart. Let's take a deep breath in together. Feel your heart beating underneath your hands and say thank you to your heart. Thank you for beating for me. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you for keeping me healthy. And thank you for everything that I'm feeling right now. Thank you for joining me for that. So, yeah, as I said, it's just the space of the unknown. And I'm a person that likes to control things. I feel that I always want to be doing something. So, I actually. I'm recording this episode from Cape Town, South Africa. I just arrived today and I learned that I will need to do a 14-day self-quarantine and isolate myself for people for the next 14 days. And at first when I found that out, I was really scared. And then I started to think about it and I thought to myself, wow. What a great assignment this universe is giving me right now. An opportunity to invite myself to go inward, to really just sit with myself for these next few days. And I think it's beautiful that I have this podcast that I can work on during that time. And I'm really just going to be Netflixing and chilling with the universe. I think that it's an important reminder that we're not alone right now, even if you're feeling a bit isolated. The universe, God, source has your back. And how can we breathe into that and just trust it? And I think right now, more so than ever, is a good opportunity for us to double up on all of our self-love practices. Whatever that means to you, whether it's journaling, meditating, Whatever makes you feel good, exercising from home if you need to. But I think it's an important opportunity for us to really surround ourselves with even more love. Cuddle with our dogs on the couch, FaceTime a good friend. And I think it's a great reminder that we're all connected and we're all part of a larger whole. And whatever you're feeling right now, trust that it's okay. In this week's episode, I interview fellow actress and friend of mine, Aileen Martinez, and she was really beautiful in sharing her self-love journey with me. We had an opportunity to sit down together before I left Atlanta, and we really also spoke about the elephant in the room, which is what's happening right now on this planet, and 
I know for sure as an empath myself, and I honestly think all of us are empaths because we're all made up of energy, there can be a lot of heaviness and how can we be okay with feeling those feelings, but how can we also pour that back into ourselves in the form of love? So I'm really excited to bring you our interview. I hope you enjoy it. And if it resonates with you, please do subscribe and maybe share it with somebody else that might be feeling a little lost or isolated this week or who wants a little bit of extra self-love. Before we begin, I would love for also for me to get to know you better, but also for our listeners, what inspired you to start your acting journey? And I know you're, you're modeling as well, but I would love to know how you got the calling to embark on this fun and wonderful path. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's... Um just even since since I was little there was always like this itch like this inner voice that just creatively I yearned to be creative and um when I was young like I remember I can remember back as early as I can remember watching movies and like just wanting to be the character like and to the point where I would set up scenes in my room as like a kid um and play out these scenes that I just saw and it was just so something that inspired me so much and I connected so much with that and I played alone a lot when I was little I grew up in a super small town and um that was just one of those things like it just it it was one of the ways that I used to express myself I guess and um to that point um being from such a small town, there's just not a lot of opportunities for anything like what I was saying I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I don't want to say that I didn't have support, but like I didn't because there just wasn't the opportunity to follow any of those things. You know, I grew up in a town where there wasn't even a stoplight, you know, and um, it just those type of dreams and these type of journeys of, of life that we want to go on always seem so crazy to people who are, um, surrounded it with like you know like a smaller mentality when it comes to like following your dreams and so it was one of those things that I feel like I always wanted to do like I, I yearned to do it but I just didn't have the access and it was such a means of expression for me I would put on shows for my family and I would do all of these things but it never went beyond that and um I throughout the years had um really silenced that part of me and um it wasn't until you know, I, I fell upon modeling. Like I actually went to school at Aveda and um, became licensed as like a hair and esthetologist and like um, worked as a stylist and was working in TV and film like on that end and kind of, you know, creative. Yeah. But it, 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 it was never what I for sure wanted to do. And then as I got more into it, I kind of fell into modeling. And, you know, through that, I think through doing... Um, commercials and things like that it, it really showed me that I continued to want to pursue it and it was all it was just always there you know it was just one of those things that up until recently I never really um I just never believed that I could do it and I had such an inner doubt just because of kind of where I came from and what I went through and a whole different belief system that I just never pursued it and 
God, I feel like I'm so glad that I did because just in the time that I have, I've learned like so many incredible things about myself and discovered so much about other people that, you know, there's just this crazy growth that I've experienced as a, as a human being. And, um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that is, um, no, I, I totally resonate with everything that you said. I, I honestly think that each of us is creative. I've, I've known always that I was a creative person and similar to you, I've always loved creating, performing in theater, but I didn't think, um, that, being an actor was something I could do as a career, you know? And I think um, I've been reading the Artist's Way book. It's my second time reading that book. And one of the um, the foundations of that book is that we're all creative, even if we're in different kinds of jobs, like a scientist, they're still creating. So I really think that human beings are creative by nature and whether it's God or source or the universe, whatever we believe in, I feel like our creativity comes from from that absolutely and um yeah i think we're just blessed you know being actors that we get to use our creativity as our line of work but yeah i love all of that and how long have you been um you know at the anthony mindell studio or what other studios did you visit before you found that one um so like i said um i took like a pretty large hiatus um i had my daughter and um pretty much put a halt to all of the things that I wanted to do because my main priority was just to be, you know, a present and, you know, good mom. And so I yeah. kind of just put a halt on it and I studied a little bit at Drama Inc. Um, doing improv. Um, I worked with this woman, Julie Still, who, um, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest with you. If it wasn't for Julie and her guidance, um, I would have never continued to pursue this. It, it was completely by chance that I even fell upon her class to begin with um, before. And um, she really kind of gave me this like momentum of like, you can do this. Like, this is something that you're capable of doing. And it's, it's in your gut. Like, this is your being like, do it, do it, do it. And had encouraged me so much. And um, she's really what created the whole momentum for me to really get back into it. And uh, so in terms of actual classes and places that I've studied it's been um those two really and then um I stumbled upon AMAW and um I don't know just ever since coming in to that space and that community I have grown so much as an actor and I've discovered so many things about myself that I didn't even realize were like there you know, and everybody just makes it so easy to be yourself and to feel vulnerable. And um, vulnerability was always something really hard for me. And it was mm -hmm. very stagnant. And I had this underlying like, fear of being open to other people. And I think that through that, I created like almost a, a persona that wasn't me, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't intentional. It was just a matter of protection. But um coming to class and showing up and holding myself accountable and being there for classmates and all of those things have just been like such a blessing in my life. And this month I'm not in class and I'm like, it's, I feel like something's missing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I, vulnerability has been a, a challenge for me too, because I think 
especially growing up, um, I don't know if it was cultural for me or just the, what I was exposed to, but I felt that if I allowed myself to show emotions, it would be weak and that emotions wasn't something you let yourself show in public besides being happy. And I, I don't know if it was from being a woman, but also cultural, but it's been a journey for me and vulnerability is super scary. And I think that honestly, through the acting, when I found out that, oh my goodness, I have to be there as me, but that's definitely easier said than done. But yeah, I, I'm not surprised also that you shared you were a stylist because I can totally see that. <laughs> like even when you come to class and you just threw an outfit together, I'm like, oh my goodness, I just wanna be her. It's <laughs> oh just super cool. And yeah, I mean, is that just something that comes to you in the moment because yeah you're a very stylish person and i i I'm, I'm like oh now i know like that explains it <laughs> no you're too you're like way too kind um you know i um i've always been a super expressive person um and uh i use a lot of that to it's like an expression of of self and i don't you know a lot of people i feel like get dressed up or they do certain things be for other people or whatever and for me it's just i dress with how i feel that day and i don't you know mm. i don't plan outfits i don't like sit up and like put stuff together like a lot of times when i'm going on trips and things like that like it's like the day of because for me um a lot of it comes with, you know, the spontaneity of not knowing, but it's just like a matter mm -hmm. of self-expression and it's just a way for me to um, express myself and it's another form of creativity for me. And I'm into fashion and I watch shows and I love seeing what designers put out and I think it's, inc it's incredible. And it's, to me, fashion is just one other creative way for us to express ourselves and... Um, so from hats to sunglasses to jackets to, you know, putting, like I'm wearing a Beavis and Butthead shirt right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... and you make it look so cool. <laughs> but I'm like, um, um, I, honestly, you're so you sweet. You can make pajamas look cool. But <laughs> no, I, I love that what you said that actually, yeah, the way we dress, it's, it's a form of self-expression. And it's actually a way for us to express our emotions. Like, oh, I feel really happy today. Let me pull out that yellow sweater. So yeah, I think it is a part of, of creativity and I love that we're able to do that and there was a space for me um where I only wore black mm -hmm. you know being a hairstylist in particular yes. like especially at a higher end a lot of times like there is no expression because you wear black so your only form of expression is like that and it took me a long time like after just certain things that I had went through where color for me was just not like, I didn't have this confidence, you know what I mean? And I think it takes a certain confidence in a person to wear certain things. And so for me to add like pops of color and um, crazy hats and, you know, do things that are a little bit out of the ordinary for me comes truly now from like a confidence like it's also a form of expressing myself but it's also a way like for me to feel good because I would have never worn like a floral multicolored, you know jacket a few years back because I wasn't confident to do so you know and um, as silly as that is I think once again it kind of just goes to the nature of like expressing yourself and how you're feeling in that moment and when you're not you know if you're not feeling a certain way then you kind of default onto you know whatever that yeah is no I love everything you're you just said um yeah that's a great way to think about it like what you wear is 
a way for you to express your true authentic self. And I think for me, honestly, I feel like when I was younger or maybe in high school, it was like about to fit in. I wanted to wear the Burberry scarf because that's what other people were wearing or I felt like I had to dress a certain way. And I feel like the older I get, I want to be comfy and cozy. And I, you know, I, I love, um, I watch the whole of Marie Kondo and I try to keep the stuff around me that brings me joy, even if it's like a warm, cozy sweater. But yeah, I love that. Like we actually have a way to express ourselves and let ourselves come through in the way that we dress as well. It's also very creative, but yeah, that's beautiful what you just shared. Um, so I know you mentioned that vulnerability has been a journey for you. And honestly, when whenever I've seen your work in class, um, it's it's really been beautiful to watch because for me, it looks like you're just so in your emotions, you allow them to come through. You're a beautiful listener and yeah, really a lot of compassion coming from you in, in your work, but has the emotions been something that you allowed in your life or has been, that been something that came with acting? Um, wow. Um, <laughs> well, so for me, I was very stagnant to emotion for quite a long time. Um, a lot of a cert, like a certain side of my family is, is very anti-emotion. Um, you don't ever see anybody really truly provide any, any sort of, you know, emotion, whether it's happy or sad or whatever. And, um, crying was never really a thing. And, you know, I, I, I grew up with some old school family and of course I had, it's just a lot. I feel like that's just a thing that was, it's been stifled for a lot of people. And I'm stuttering through my words because it is such a, it's a difficult thing for me to talk about because for so long I hid a lot of my feelings and a lot of my emotions. And, um, when I was 18, I lost my dad and, um, in a freak accident and it completely rattled me. And I didn't even really know like how to react to that type of a situation because it was just like every, nobody talked about it. And everybody was just like choked it down, you know, and it, it just, it took me a long time to come into those feelings. And I went through a lot of dark spaces because I couldn't express myself. And um, after a while of being in that space, and um, of course, you know, I've had certain people around me who have been supportive to all of those things and um, therapy and a lot of things helped me to get through the pain of losing my dad and all of the, that, but, um, truly acting and, um, accepting emotion. It's all, it's all come. It's fairly new. Um, for me, I'm more of the person who takes on the burden of a lot of other people and has a lot of great advice, but I don't often take it for myself. And, um, there were a lot of times when I would, was, studying acting before where I would use that pain that I had experienced to exert certain emotions and I would go there or I would listen to a song or I would creatively come up with scenarios um, and backstories of the pain that I felt through a lot of these things that I went through as a child and you know into my older um, adult years but really the the vulnerability and the listening and a lot of that has come pretty recently I mean um, I thank you for saying, you know, that watching my work is, 
is nice to see, but it for me, oftentimes it feels crunchy because I still don't know how to be 100% comfortable in my emotions, but I just trust the process and I trust that there's a reason that I went through a lot of this pain and I might not understand it now. And using this and using acting as a platform for me to really like, it's like a form of therapy for me. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss and, and thank you for sharing that. But yeah, I know so much of what you just said. It's um, it's so true. And actually, I mean, I talk about Mark Grove's podcasts a lot, but they always just really resonate with me. But there was an episode where they talked about dealing with loss and sometimes, you know, it's maybe just so we maybe we're just meant to experience that, you know, and I also think that with emotions, yeah, it's something that a lot of us don't allow to show or it's also like we don't talk about it enough. And as actors, we're required to go there. And I've also come to realize that before I was very scared to go into my darker emotions. But what's what I think is that we're we're also powerful and that the emotions are just energy in motion. So they're meant to pass through and that will be okay. And sometimes, yes, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate, advocate of therapy and reaching out to friends and people who can hold space for us. So we don't have to deal with it alone. Um, definitely. So we can let the emotions process in a healthy way, but it's really changed the way that I am too, because now I'm okay to cry in front of other people because especially if it's people that I trust because that's the emotion that's coming up and it wants to pass through. And I'm also mindful now of when somebody is going through something, I don't say, Hey, don't cry. It's I let them have their emotion because that's their truth in the moment, you know, and I kind of grew up where if I would start to cry, it's like, Oh, don't cry. But that's kind of when you, you stop living in your emotions. And I feel like it's, healthy for us to let them pass through. And also as actors, I also used to be the one who thought I had to be, if I wanted to play a darker character, I had to be living that kind of life. And now I think that I know I need to be really healthy um, mm -hmm. and really love myself so I can play those roles and then be healthy afterwards. So that's kind of been an interesting shift for me. And it's an, it's a never ending journey for me one day I feel like my emotions are there the next day they want to hide and that's okay it's like hey you know why is this happening right now how can i get curious what's going on with me so it, it is it's it's super important um to let to allow people to have emotion and to try to break the cycle because i feel like for it, a lot of that comes from old school mentality you know a lot of that the the choking down your emotions don't show people how you feel all of that stuff and i think that for me um you know, part of me showing up for myself is so that I can show up for my daughter and for my husband and to, for Journey, my daughter, like I, I want her to express how she feels. I want her when she's hurt to be able to cry and to squeeze me as hard as she needs to and to scream into a pillow if she needs to, or to deep, I've been teaching her breathing techniques and things like that. Um, if she falls and hurts herself and is crying because of pain, like oftentimes when I was little, it was don't cry, everything's fine, like you're fine. And I'm like, no, like if you're hurt, come here, let me hug you. Like if you're actually hurt, which I can clearly tell the difference, 
come here, let me hold you, squeeze me as hard as you need to, like take a deep breath and breathe all that pain out. And, and that same thing goes for emotional pain versus even, you know, if, it, if it's just falling and skin your knee type of pain, like it doesn't matter. It's if we're not able to express ourselves and we're not able to comfortably understand that being vulnerable creates beautiful human beings and creates the most beautiful parts of us, then we're not we're, we're doing a disservice to not only ourselves but our partners and our friends and people who we hold dear to us. So I think, um, you know, to hear you speak of that too, I, I think we're not alone. And I think there's so many people who consistently have have had to fight these battles and are still continuing to fight the battles. And I think it's important to just break that cycle. Yeah. And, and I think that's why being an actor is, is so beautiful because, you know, I remember that even when I wouldn't allow my emotions in my day-to-day life, I would go to a movie and be able to cry and just be present because I felt like those people feeling that reminded me of my humanity and gave me permission to feel those things. So yeah, I think that's, and that's beautiful that you're doing that with your, with your daughter and yeah, I think I'm grateful that I have people around me now where I can be my authentic self with. And I um, I don't know if you've seen Inside Out, but I actually only saw it, I think, this Christmas. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, and it was so beautiful so because I feel like you do need the sadness as well as the joy. And for a long time, I was like, okay, joy, 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 positive, positive. But all the emotions are so beautiful and we're human and we're, how beautiful that we have all these emotions to play with. Um, but yeah, that movie, I, yes, that movie is everything. If who, you know, anybody who's listening, if you haven't seen Inside Out, it's a cartoon. I've watched it with my daughter like I cried. 10 times because <laughs> I'm like, this is, oh, girl, so did I. Like animated films are my jam right now. And that one has such a strong message of just the vulnerability of life. And it's just, it's, it's just so, I love it. Yeah, I'm so yeah, happy you bing, mentioned Oh my that. God, Bing Bong, <laughs> that was just too sad, like when he disappeared. Oh but um, I wanted to, to talk to, to you about this today too, because I mean, there's, I think it's so relevant with what's going on right now, but I really just feel like also at the beginning of the year, I know a couple of us in acting class, we felt like this heaviness because um, honestly, I feel all of us are empaths to some level, right? Because we're all one, we're all connected. And it's all energy. So I'm the kind of person that if I'm sitting with you and you're feeling something, I'm also feeling it. And I think that honestly, um, my relationship with the news and social media, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship because I I felt like at the beginning of the year, there was um there was a whole week that I didn't check social media because I was doing the artist's way and that week you actually do like a reading deprivation. So you Um, you don't read anything and you kind of just spend time with yourself and your thoughts. And so I was really sheltered from it. And then I heard people talking about it. Then I went online and I found out about the forest fires in Australia. And it was just so sad because I love animals and I just, nature, it it was just so, so sad. And I think I was really feeling down all week. And then of course, it's great that I found out about it so I could share and support the fundraisers and know about what's going on, but I'm trying to find the balance of knowing, but I also, um, and then not, you know, also like taking care of myself in the process, because I feel that honestly, I think that sometimes in the media, we're focusing on the fear aspect and 
let's focus on what's working. Let's focus on how these firefighters were saving these koala bears or this little uh, baby koala that managed to crawl up on a little porch. You know, that's beautiful, right? Or seeing a plant start to grow again after it's been burned. And right now with everything going on with the coronavirus, I mean, it's just this big elephant in the room because it's so scary how fast all of this has happened, but it's like, you know, the fear because on one hand, being grateful for our health, like I'm able to stand here today and, you know, do this podcast and, uh, but it's being grateful, but then how to not let the fear, the heaviness, um, settle in and so i kind of have this relationship where i want to know what's going on but then i feel like whenever i go online i'm scared i feel upset angry you know maybe one of the political leaders said something today and it makes me feel really down and then all of a sudden i'm on this spiral where i'm on social media and going to different sites and then i've spent like three hours just feeling miserable um so yeah i don't know what your thoughts are like how can we as empaths keep that balance um you know what i mean take care of ourselves in the process um so yeah as you mentioned um i was actually at the start of the year i was on a a family vacay with um my daughter and my husband and we were on a cruise for seven days so we were completely disconnected from all reality up until about the mid you know part of the second week of January. And so um, when I came back and I saw all of these things happening, I felt so disconnected from reality. And while it was really great in the moment and, you know, I look back and I look at pictures and it was just, it was this surreal thing that I was going through where it was really just focusing on being with family. There was no social media. There was very little, you know, I shared some stuff with my family and things like that. But then to come back to such a painful thing that was going on, I mean, in class that week, I, I broke down because Caitlin started talking about it and I had reached out to her and said like how um, vulnerable I was feeling. It rocked me to the core. I was, I came back feeling this refreshed beauty of life. And shortly after, I really, I mean, I spiraled, like you just said, I, I felt so much pain for everybody around me and it was so overwhelming that I, um, I broke down and I like cried some ugly cries and I started um, reading a bunch of positive notes and things that I had written in the past that helped me to see past like the negativity of everything that was going on. And um, I just kind of started to reflect on like the things that I went through and all of those things. And I think that a lot of times when it comes to like being an empath, you know, you're your vibration, you're, you're feeding off of everybody else's emotions and their energy. And it's exhausting if you don't take care of yourself. And, um, you know, I was really drained by a lot of the negativity that was going on. And I think there was like a state for about a week there where I was like feeling so vulnerable because I was like, this is like a new year. This is a new me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not that person at all, but I gave myself so much hard, like, so much shit, pardon my French, about it, that like, it was just one of those things that I finally woke up from all of that. And I was like, why am I giving myself such a hard time for feeling like Mm. I'm living in a space where I'm, I'm giving myself a hard time for feeling emotional about people dying and animals dying. And like, 
watching our world fall apart. Am I not supposed to feel upset about these things? Like, am I not supposed Mm. to feel vulnerable? Like, I have empathy for people. And this is like an an area that I think we all should work on. It's okay Mm. to feel that way. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to like feel super vulnerable and want to just cry it out. But what we can't do is let it completely take us and we succumb to all of that. And then we end up on the other side of it, like in this negative space that we can't break. And so I think meditation really helps with a lot of those things because in meditation, you can literally take yourself wherever you need to go, like whatever you need to get out, whatever you need to visualize or tell yourself, like that is your space to heal the feelings that you're actually feeling and be present with what you're feeling and allow yourself to feel them and then be like, okay, I felt it. Now it's good. Maybe that didn't serve me. Goodbye. You know? And, um, you know, to touch on that a little bit, but then, you know, now in terms of the whole COVID-19 thing, I mean, it's scary. And I think, um, I have, I'm, I'm, lucky to have a husband who is very intuitive to a lot of these things and he's very nervous in nature and just he was very concerned when it was released in January when we really found out about it super concerned like he's wanted to start stocking up on stuff like he's like this is going to hit us and it's going to be this whole thing and if and it was like this whole fear-based mentality because of what the media had already been reporting. But while we're prepping and doing all of these things, I'm over here just trying to be, I'm always trying to be the voice of reason, the person that's like, yes, I totally understand like the significance of what's going on right now. But if you consistently keep putting negative energy into what you're feeling about it, and you consistently keep sitting here feeling fear and anxiety and pressure, and you're scared of all of this, all you're doing is worrying And you're putting all of this worry and you're you're not serving yourself. You're not serving your partner or anybody else because you're just just fear-based. And it's just one of those things that like you can control, you can sit down and you can turn your worry to hope and you can be prepared and you can make all of these changes to make sure that you have food in your pantry and the things that you need and be limited about exposing, you know, to other people or going to big events and all that stuff as of, you know, current present day. But I just think it's important to keep that level head and to keep this idea that like we will come out on top we can't sit and worry about what could be or what's gonna happen or what's gonna happen two weeks from now what if this what if that because it's just gonna a drive you completely insane and then on top of that you're only creating more negative energy attracting more negative things and For me, the biggest thing I just kept saying is like, turn your worry to hope. Mm. Try not to stress. All of this anxiety you're feeling and all of this stuff that you're going through is also excitement. Like try to be excitement for, you know, excited for what's actually happening currently in front of us. Like what we have right now is an opportunity to hunker down as a family and, you know, do arts and crafts with our daughter and dance in the living room to David Bowie and like have we'd we'd get dressed up and do performances and we're doing all of these things to create positivity in our household because of the situation of like maybe it's not an idea like a great idea to go out right now but I refuse to while things are going out of spiraling out of control a little bit I refuse to live in fear about it and I do watch the news 
occasionally and I'm very selective with who I listen to and things like that and I listen to scientists and basically take all of the knowledge and live on facts and be smart about it but I, I'm not going to let it affect my myself because all of that's going to do is just break down my immune system and open me up for more negative things more sickness more things like that and so my biggest thing has just been like let's be proactive in making the right moves. But on top of that, let's serve ourselves and try to do things that feel good to us right now because it's not doing us any good to do the, to the latter. Yeah. No, I um, I love everything you just said. That really resonated with me. And um, I, I also love meditation. I think that it's been a great tool for me to turn the fear into hope. But honestly, I, I also really believe in the power of meditation and maybe it is a little woo-woo, but I, I would rather believe in the hope than the negative. But I, um, you know, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. I read his book earlier this year and it really was very empowering to feel that we as human beings, we can actually, I believe that we can control our, our body um, through meditation and through tapping into our power, our power we can heal because our bodies have this amazing power to heal ourselves. So, um, and I really think that sometimes all the stress and whatever we're feeling that can manifest in our body in physical ways too. So honestly, I've been using meditation as a tool, but also I think, and there's been studies conducted on it. So I don't think it's completely woo woo is there have been groups of people meditating for love and peace. And they've actually been able to measure that the effect of that on crime rate. So I honestly think since we're all empaths and we're all energy, if we can get together and send that loving healing energy out, I feel we are so powerful. And, and so I would rather believe in that because for me, it's hope. And there is science and studies that have been conducted on it. So I think that's um, super interesting. But yeah, I also think that now, as you said, is the time to celebrate. Like, let's celebrate our amazing healthcare systems or the fact that we're able to detect this virus and that people are healing from it like let's celebrate the human body that is so amazing at being able to heal i mean our body is working without us even thinking about it like our heart never stops beating it never even when we sleep our heart is awake you know which i think is amazing right so mm -hmm. we're just miracles and there has you know that the world i think will be okay like maybe this is you know i was talking to our acting coach caitlin today and i said i feel like i'm kind of the caterpillar trying to come out of the cocoon like in chrysalis which is like not a fun place to be but i feel like maybe the world is going through its own chrysalis right now and i feel that the the plants are going to rebloom after the fire after the winter right so i feel like we will rise maybe even stronger and let's celebrate this right now and be with our loved ones tell people that we care about them and be there for each other and focus on the hope because I know that we'll be fine you know what I mean yeah I think it's I think that's super important I think there's there's just a it, there's a fine line between being super worried and scared and panic and all of these things that happen and then there's a difference between being like yeah. prepared and yeah. just aware and um anytime you go through anything like this um you know you got it's not just about in, an individual it's about a, a mass group of people and to make for me how i feel about it and part of the reason that we've actually made a conscious choice now for the last week we've been pretty secluded to home we haven't we've been going for walks and things like that but we're pretty much home 
and going out very little. And part of the reason that we're doing that is because, you know, currently we don't know where we stand with when it comes to the numbers because there just hasn't been enough testing. And part of me being a conscious person and aware of what's going on is that I don't want to accidentally get this and spread it to those people who can catch it. And that's, I think, also part of being an empath. And, yeah. and right. And, and now they, you know, they, they do say that like the kids aren't as susceptible and there's a lot of like positive. So that's the positive side of it to, in my opinion, like, okay, children are not being greatly affected by this. And that's a blessing. That is like a beautiful blessing and something to really be grateful for. But on the other side of that, there are elderly and there are other people who we know very closely that it's just smarter to just keep a distance, keep yourselves you know, and we're fine to be home. I mean, we're, we're rocking it out. It's been, it's been fun. It's like our sanctuary. Oh, I love being at home. Like I could spend a whole week in my room, you know, doing meditations, but um, yeah, well, I guess the, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about is I know you love crystals and I wanted you to share a bit more about that. And, and then also the last thing I'll ask you is where can people find you on social media so they can keep up to date with your acting and all your, you know, modeling and you post a lot of really inspirational stuff. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, with the crystals, um, I kind of grid my house and I keep them next to me based on kind of what I'm needing in, in the time. Um, I am a huge advocate for even just like if it was your first crystal, just something that you wanted for like all things great. A clear crystal quartz is like to me amazing. It offers amazing clarity and protection and all those good things. Um, one thing that I have to ward off personally is, uh, I mean, I have like huge crystals all over my house. It's kind of amazing. But um, for negative energy and things that come in to be when I am around other people or I have, I, I'm just so burdened a lot of times by like, you know, a lot of my friends will reach out or whatever, and we'll have like long, long conversations about problems and things that they're going through. And I, I love being that person. Like I love that friends and loved ones like reach out when they want to just talk things out, you know, but after that, there's always this like energy that I have because I'm, I'm, I feel for all of my friends and my family and I genuinely like, man, that sucks, you know? And so part of one of the crystals that I love to keep near me is a black tourmaline because it helps to ward off negative energy and it just keeps things clear. So oftentimes if I go to social events or things like that, like I have a little piece of black tourmaline, but, um, and then amethyst. I love amethyst as well. It's a great protection and um, also good for meditation because it helps give more vibes for opening your third eye. So it's really a great thing. Um, a lot of like big time meditators will keep um, amethyst near them. Um, but yeah, those are some of my some of my favorites um, in terms of like protection and just keeping th like clarity, purification, and then of course um, warding off negative energy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Indian. So I'm all about the different stones. And I think that's so beautiful that you are friends and, you know, actually feel safe to open up to you and trust you to hold space. Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make it seem like, oh, my friends, but no, oh, no it's just no. one of those things. Um, it's like, I, mean, I genuinely, I, same, um, I, I totally relate to that as well. I, I love it when people feel vulnerable to share to me because I know I can do the same for them. But also, you know, as an actor, we're also jumping into sometimes a heavy role. And that's why I love to like 
surround myself with self-love and afterwards and I think that we're, everything is energy but I'm always yeah I love studying about the different properties I usually wear different bracelets um, I have these lava stones now that I'm wearing but yeah I love it it's all self-love but um, how can we find you on uh, social media do you you have Instagram I don't know if you do Facebook and Twitter as well I have Instagram and I have Facebook um, I just never Twitter was I, I never I never did it I probably at some point should put out a few things but um, my Instagram is Aylin B so A-L-Y-N-N and then B like a bumblebee um, and uh, then my social media account is Aylin Martinez or Facebook sorry my Facebook account is Aylin Martinez um, yeah, I I try for because to touch on social media, like I feel like it's always so negative and there's there's a lot of negativity and then there's just a lot of like frou-frou, you know, beautiful bodies and look at me and look at my airplane or my this or my that and people can get so caught up in the negative space that they feel because they feel like everybody other everybody else is perfect and everybody else has all these perfect things going on and I try within my space and what I can put out there to just be real and to share a lot to do with, you know, life as a mom and a certain vulnerability and just having humility. And, um, so yeah. Yeah. You, no, that's you know, beautiful. I, I love reading your posts <laughs> and I think that, yeah, there is a lot of inspiration out there on social media. I mean, honestly, I love podcasts and I, I'll use social media like I'll ascribe to pages where I know they'll post something inspiring so that's how I, like, I get a lot of my inspiration too but yeah it's finding that balance because it is easy even for me to get sucked into oh my goodness like her ass looks so perfect in those leggings and you know I think I it's know. also just um yeah I mean especially now that I'm doing my my podcast I usually like to share something that's resonating with me in the day because I feel like if it's coming to me maybe somebody else needs to hear it so I'll do like a daily affirmation but it's really just finding that balance but I think that it can be used as a really positive tool I mean how amazing that we're able to get all this inspiration and education and connect with people all around the world. So yeah, I'm trying to find that that balance. Um, but yeah, the most important thing I think is just to follow people mm. who inspire you. And I made that cleansing reality last year. That was kind of like a process that I went through where I distanced myself from social media and I realized how different of a person I am when I don't use that as a crutch to I mean, really make myself feel worse because I was guilty of like following people who just like were doing things that I wanted to be doing. And it made me feel worse when I would be feeling down. And that's when I would cater to the social media thing. And um, I cleansed that. And I started now following people that, you know, that I can, that can mm -hmm. serve me and can um, make me feel good about myself and can bring uplifting posts and other moms who are going through certain things or you know, different, different people who post, um, just positive affirmations or mantras or just that are going through a different journey than what I'm going through, but just things that are inspirational more so than a means to like indulge in this whole, like social media. I have to be this perfect yeah. thing, you know, because that's not life. And, um, I love the realness and my favorite face, my favorite Facebook and my favorite Instagram like people are those who share the realness of their life. And um, 
So I've, I've noticed that and then I think that I resonated with that so much that that's why I try to um, really have a purpose for when I put stuff out there. I love that. But um, yeah, no, I totally agree with whatever you're saying. And um, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody who is posting those perfect photos because maybe that's the way they're expressing their creativity too. And I know I've done that in the past, but I love that we're able to choose what we use it for and empower ourselves that way. But um, thank you so much for, I, I'm so glad we were able to find some time to sit down and connect before I left. And I've really always wanted to talk to you more and get to know more because I was so intrigued and really you seem like a very special person, a lot of light and really grounded and yeah, I just wanted to get to know you better. So I'm really glad that we're able, we're able to have this conversation today. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for joining Aileen and I for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please do subscribe, write a review on Apple Podcasts, and maybe share it with someone that can use a bit of company this week, a bit of self-love and just a reminder that we're all in this together and that we're all in the unknown right now but I think that in that place of the unknown there is a great opportunity for growth and for journeying inward into ourselves and I think that we will emerge from this with more growth and more love than ever before.